0: What is your fantasy?
1: of the Geek for another week, this 5th of April 2017. Joining me as always, Dan Miller. Hey. Myself, Dave Scotland, as we voyage through all things geek that come our way.
0: Plumb the depths of geek.
1: Geekdom. And tonight, we're going to jump straight into... Um, A a look at the up and coming 2017 movies uh, Of the tentpole Grand variety uh, And of course if they're not grand They're grand for narrative purposes Or just
0: basically films that we're excited to see For one reason or the other We've certainly got a list of all of the movies that are coming up And we've got some trailers to look at Yeah And um I don't know. We might cast our opinions on what we think these movies are going to be like. We might need to also match them up later on. Um, you know, if we check them out later on and just see if um, if it lived up to the hype. Yes,
1: um, and that's a great idea. Actually, we, we'll we'll try to uh, record what we talk about in this in this show, mm-hmm. so that yes, when we do actually see these things hit this hit the screen, mm-hmm. we can start to look at how it went. Did it measure up as you as you say? Um, and were there any surprises there? You know, was was there something there? Is there a sleeping giant amongst some of these? Mm-hmm. Um, I suspect
0: that um, some of them tend to use all of their best stuff. In we've certainly seen it before in some of the. Um, uh in some of the trailers, they literally—it is all the best stuff. And sometimes, it's, not only is it all the best stuff, it's also all of the story. It's also almost almost no reason. there's a fine art. So anyway, let's talk about trailers and stuff as well. I want to actually have a bit of a discussion about absolutely uh, trailers and the art of trailers. So anyway, what do we go?
1: Where do we go? Well, let's kick it off. Um, the the one that uh, I believe has actually just dropped, or if it's not, it's going to drop this week. Says April twelve. If we're talking about Fast and Furious eight, so we're. Going what we're going to do is we're going to kick these trailers off. We're going to bring the volume down a little bit. Um, we didn't didn't want you to come here to watch trailers. We we want to sort of uh, give them a bit of a, um, a play while we're discussing them. So April... Uh, April twelfth says here. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found interesting about mm-hmm. this one when I was having a look at some of these is the director, mm-hmm. F. Gary Gray. Now, mm-hmm. have you heard of F. Gary Gray before? Never. What I can tell you about F. Gary Gray is that he has done uh, recently Straight Out of Compton. Okay. Critical cool. Critical acclaim. Yeah. Great cool. film. Really good film. Um, He's also done one of my all-time favourite films, Be Cool, which is the second film to Get Shorty. Ah, okay. Haven't seen that. You know, Get Shorty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The second film, um, uh, Chili Palmer, the main character played by John Travolta, Mm -hmm. um, leaves the movie business in favour of the music business. Mm -hmm. So it's the same vibe of the first film where he sort of finds himself in – um, in an industry um, and becomes quite successful in that film industry to the point where he becomes a producer of a film well in this film it it centres around the music industry and it's got Uma Thurman in it um, uh, Cedric the Entertainer it's a who's who it's a fantastic film and the soundtrack is stunning so he directed it he's also directed The Italian Job which was mm. the, the remake of the original Michael Caine film um, <laughs> with Mark Wahlberg and the Minis, remember the minis racing through LA? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So I didn't know who the hell he was until I looked it up, and I'm I'm
0: suitably impressed because all of those films are
1: good; they're good films.
0: Yeah, interesting to choose uh, the guys that did the Italian job to now go on and do this another car focus movie, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can see here Cypress Hill, The Ultimate Video Collection. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Friday. Remember the
1: the original Friday? With um, Chris Tucker and um, Ice Cube. Nope, you got to see it. it's one of the all time oh, greatest I do. comedies. Maybe I do. Yeah, yeah, about guys, a couple of guys get, getting high on the.
0: They're just sitting outside yeah, the- yeah. Yeah. somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I know what
0: you're talking um, about. And so he's he directed
1: that in '95. So he's had some lineage um, and. That's got me excited. When I first saw him to look at, and this is a picture I'll throw up, um, that's what he looks like, <laughs> um, he he actually looks a little younger than he, he is. He's 1969, right? So he's, so he's been around a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's, he's closing in on 50. And um, yeah, he's he's... His uh, film credits are fantastic. He's mm-hmm. acted in a couple of things, uh, produced a couple of things as well, straight out of Compton. He was a producer out of uh, straight out of Compton. So that would lead me to think that he's got something to do with the actual writing and the, the show running process. Uh, same with B. Cool. So I'm pretty, clo- uh, pretty excited about that one. Now, how excited are we, though? Of seeing, like, no one does a popcorn film like this, yeah? These guys are crazy. They make billions of
0: dollars off these films, and it's not for the acting, my friend. That's kind of where I was sort of getting to, <laughs> is that uh, if you just have a look at the trailer, yeah. there's no acting in that trailer. No. <laughs> there's probably. No story in that trailer. I don't know if that's that's relevant or not. And these these are the modern Arnie, Sylvester, Stallone,
1: or oh, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme of the '90s, '80s. Mm-hmm. This is The Rock. This mm. is Jason Statham. You know, the mm. um, it's a who's who of action films, and mm-hmm. they,
0: and and he just has this way of pulling all these people together and keeps turning these films out. Um, and you know, if you look at the trailer, it is just it's nonstop action. <laughs> yeah. And I want to start to sort of notice this as we go through the trailers and just to compare them. Uh, another thing that I wanted to check out was the music. Mm-hmm. What music have they got playing in the trailer? That's a good idea. Let's let's crank it up and. Ah, that's right. Yes. wee 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like a so it's the Prodigy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Prodigy. Right? So. Turn back on. Yeah, so they got the Prodigy all the way through it. Yep. And I think it's just, um, you know, one song, Breathe. Is that what it's called? I don't know what it's called, to be honest with you. Firestarter. Oh, is I it?
1: Like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to know. The Prodigy tracks can
0: tend to <laughs> view new people and, and, you know, smack my bitch up, but they start yeah. to all yeah. wind in together there. Into one happy kind of blur that happened. <laughs> yeah.
1: So what, what are your initial thoughts? Where do you predict this one going? Are we going to stick with the status quo, which is it'll do what it always does?
0: What sort well, of... First of all, they're up to Eight. Uh, Yes, yes. Fast and Furious 8, for crying out loud. Um, I don't think they can do anything other... I mean, they would have to do what they do. You know, after eight movies, you probably should be in a groove and you should be in a successful groove. Um, Yeah. uh, So, anyway, the things that I wanted to take away from the trailer Mm -hmm. is... Action, 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 action. Yep. Um, and a suitable movie track that that probably also hails back to a certain audience yep. who remember The Prodigy. Yeah. Uh, and The Prodigy um, is also just tied in with that action, action, action. Yeah. It's just like we're not. You it's know, in your face. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, breathe in the pressure, <laughs> you know. So, um, starting to fire, smack the beat. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly.
1: exactly. Um, you know what I, I think a lot of people overlook, um, and I did certainly for probably the first five of these films, mm. they're always a heist film. Yeah they they Because um, Ocean's 12 Right yeah. It's a heist film Yeah um, And sometimes they have Multiple heists mm. In the film mm-hmm. But it's all about Okay here's what we're gonna do And then mm. you And then you see them In their cars mm-hmm. Like you don't see them Planning it mm. And it's that heist Formula Yeah And they that's all they do They just yeah. stick with The heist formula And it works perfectly And it's a chase For the next yeah. 96 minutes Yeah And then chase they movie. They sprinkle it with family Family's important Sticking together Got each other's back uh, Yeah You know yeah. And that sort of rings; it brings it home to the common person that's in the audience. Mm. But yeah, and then and then just put that in amongst explosions and Michael Bayisms, and you you got the formula. It's I did
0: want to say Michael Bay; it's, it's a bit Michael Bayish. But um, they could do twenty; they could do twenty of these films as yeah. long as they stick
1: to that formula. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, it's a heist, and we want to know how you get away with it. it's mm. yeah, cool. So I think that sums it up, actually. Yep. You know. So yeah. let's uh, let's have a look at the next one. Cool. <laughs> It is Guardians of the Galaxy. Super, super, uh, um, super excited about Guardians of the Galaxy. Now that first opening shot, where you see that creature with all the teeth and the big round mouth, there is a Guardians of the Galaxy animated series, Marvel animated series, that you can see on on Foxtel and and, um, and wherever else. And it's recent. <laughs> they have an episode. No, with that beast and, and the big guy jumping in its mouth with the knives and everything it's all in there yeah yeah. so there may be some spoilers without if you go hunting on into that animated series you might see some spoilers um, in that series that are going to show up in this film
0: I'm pretty sure all of it is very heavily based on lore yeah right they, yeah. they don't I think I've been doing a little bit of research into this mm-hmm, um, and yeah, they really do dive into the lore that's already out there in a thousand comic books. There's lots of theories out there about what um, what this is all about. Part of it, I think, is a um, soft reboot, yep. um, a soft retcon, even. Yep. Um, you know, some of the theories that people have been coming up with is that you know the comics are pretty diverse and they've been written by different people at different times, mm-hmm. and then the, even the comic series have reboots and double reboots and stuff like that, and so. Oh! these movies, all of them, all of the Marvel movies are a kind of a soft reboot to kind of bring yes. the Marvel Universe back together. Yeah. Um, the other interesting thing about all of these is that I think they're all linked in the background. Yeah. So yeah, there's not, a grand plan. There's a grand plan. Absolutely. Now, we were saying before, you know, what's the difference between Marvel and DC? Yeah, it's starting to come become more obvious. Well, not obvious, but more aware and more aware that yeah. they've got a plan. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're thinking way, way ahead. Yeah. Absolutely, um, the the it's all about the
1: Infinity Stones.
0: That's right. The Infinity you know, Stones.
1: We we right? get introduced to them via the Tesseract, yeah. which which we don't know that there's a there's a stone inside the Tesseract. You yeah. know that that's causing it to have this special power. Um, the the stone that's in visions that's on his forehead there. Mm-hmm. That's another one of the stones.
0: And the one that is in one of the magic items that Doctor Strange has. That's Absolutely. another one, right? Yeah, the time one yeah the time one, that's exactly. right and these
1: all obviously end up so at some point in the gauntlet mm-hmm. of power is it the gauntlet of power uh the infinity gauntlet or, the, or something, something like that. that yeah um and and that's pushing us towards the uh um the showdown with the avengers and uh oh, what's, the, what's the big guy with the mega jaw the guy i'm talking about with the gauntlet thanos thanos mm-hmm. um in which the Guardians actually show up in that film.
0: Yeah, yeah. As, we, so as all, we've heard. They're all going to be in it. Um, yeah, so they've got a bit of a plan. Um, I think it's cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I'm just really kind of impressed. i was, I was been doing a bit of research and, uh, yeah, I'm really quite kind of impressed with that. Um, I think when we get to – there's some other movies in the list here that are going to turn up. What have we got in the list? Yeah, we've got some others in the list here. Um, Thor and Wonder Woman. Thor, Wonder Woman and Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, so we've kind of got all of these sort of ones that are in the same sort of sort of zone. Mm. Um, okay, yeah, so super impressed with that. What's the music like in the trailer? Because oh, I want to hear that. As,
1: as always, um, flawless. Universe lies on your show. Mm. Classic. will be dead. Now repeat back what I just said. I am Groot. No! Now that's the button that will kill everyone. Try again. I am Groot. Mm-hmm.
0: I am Groot.
1: Uh-huh. I am Groot. No!
0: <laughs> so you've got characters in the trailers. Showtime, a-holes. There's this is Fox
1: on the run. So they tap right into the 70s, yeah?
0: But yeah, tapping And then you've got Fast and the Furious Tapping into the Prodigy yep. They're really That's the formula, I think Is the audience of these older Older yep. buddy duddies Who actually remember these songs Absolutely. And they respond to them and they re. It's a form of remix. Even if
1: you play the original, but you up the quality of it without yeah. doing anything to it at all, yeah. but you stick it against something that is not commonly associated with that, yeah. you're remixing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, through yeah. vision and, and audio at the same time. And the same reason why DJs are successful is that. You take something that people are familiar with, but that they've never heard before, and that's the trick of the remix.
0: And putting two things together that have not been together before creates a new. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I think one of the one of the biggest successful elements of the original is the soundtrack, and Mm. that and that playful, um, that playful. Attitude towards the music yeah, That it was yeah. part of the storyline Part of the narrative The tape You know the mixtape And all that sort of stuff um, James Gunn uh, Directing this one again um, Also affiliated with The writing uh, Writers D- uh, James Gunn And Dan um, Abnett Who I believe May be Probably uh, part of the original oh no no James so you got James Gunn Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning Mm -hmm. and then of course you've got Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and all of the people that were associated with um, writing the comics
0: and then and, we've got... the original mm-hmm. stories. Sylvester Stallone. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> ah, yes. make a surprise Yes,
1: there's some... Um, and there's a couple. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yes, and Kurt Russell, of course. And Kurt Russell is one of our sci-fi
0: um, bread-and-butter actors from the uh, 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah, one of those classic actors. All right. One more thing that I want to actually start to bring up um, a bit more repeatedly, specifically about the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. is, um, you know, one of the last times that I was talking <clears throat> on the show... I was mentioning that um, I wanted to see the Batman stories where the Batman was, um, you know, stopping bank robbers. Yeah, I have evolved my opinion on that. All oh, right. Okay. Um, not necessarily changed my my opinion, but my opinion, the scope of my opinion got bigger. Okay. And this is after doing more and more research into the Marvel universe. Um, <clears throat> come to find out that Stan Lee deliberately and specifically moved away from the bank robber scenarios oh, okay. in the comics as a conscious effort, because they were kind of getting into a bit of a rut, mm. where Batman its you know, it'd be this bank robber, that bank robber. Not Batman, not Stan Lee. Stan Lee's Marvel. Batman's DC. Well, it's the same sort of thing. Yeah, i get it's you It's the that. same yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, okay, cool. Is they moved to... Yeah, sorry, no, no, Marvel. So Batman's, a, yeah, a poor example. Yeah. But they moved away from... Um, those sort of mundane stories. And, yes, Stan Lee, what Stan Lee was doing was upping the ante. So that's where magicians start to come out of space. Gods. Yes, and gods. And then double gods... And then triple gods on top of double gods, yeah. and then gods from another dimension, and then the, the the god of all the dimensions. Okay, and it just it keeps escalating. Yes. Yeah. So, um, And you if know, anything,
1: DC, when he stayed a lot more grounded, um, there are fewer, I guess, of the crazy magician alien stuff. I mean, Superman's an alien, but ultimately still looks like a, a normal person and yeah
0: yeah yeah so um anyway what i was saying is that they've still got lots of headroom right to really and that's where this sort of infinity you mm. know gauntlet and all this comes in is they they're just going to go they're just going to go through the frigged roof yeah. right it's just going to get i think it's crazy now well they're just going to yeah cut loose absolutely all right all right so the next on our list is
1: <clears throat> alien Covenant. Now, this is not an easy trailer to watch uh, for some people. Alien, I, I grew up in a time where alien frightened the absolute hell out of me. And the second alien, the Aliens, mm-hmm. the James Cameron masterpiece, mm-hmm. um, was even more scarier than the first. Well, for different reasons. Yeah, for, for different, different reasons. reasons. Yeah, first action. alien, you've got a crew being hunted by one alien. Mm-hmm. Second alien, you've got a small group of people being hunted by many, many, many <laughs> aliens. <laughs> They're everywhere, man. Yeah. Um, so this, to me, looks like it's a departure from whatever direction he went in the
0: for the... Um, the later covenant type ones. Which, what was oh, th- the... the um, the What was the previous one? Oh, um, it's a lot. Yeah, I can't think of it either.
1: Birds. Birds. Uh, Prophecy? It didn't even have the word alien in it. Um, Here, I'll bring up Ridley Scott's um, directing background. Because he doesn't direct as many movies as a lot of people think. Um, You've got to go past all his producing roles to actually find out the movies that he actually directs. Here we go. He's got 39 directing credits. Um, Alien... uh, Why am I not... Finding it. Oh, Prometheus. Oh, there you go. I have got the P right. Okay, so this looks like it's a departure from that Prometheus sort of uh, origin story. The Prometheus, yeah, didn't make any sense to and me. And goes back to. Alien. A shit-scary alien sci-fi spooky thriller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With suitable amounts of gore and death and screaming and running and all those juicy things, which
0: I think Prometheus was lacking. It was very cerebral, wasn't it? I would say not even cerebral. It's almost more strange than that. It's surreal. You know, it didn't really, I don't know, it didn't really hang together from a lot of different directions for me. All right, so, yes, this does look like Alien, right? Yes. It does look like Alien Mm -hmm. a lot, Um, which is good. Yep. Um, Who is the lead actress? Catherine Waterston. What has she been in? I don't know, but
1: is she related to Sam Waterston? Sam Waterston, famously one of the DAs from Law and Order. But also, remember the old classic um, fake Mars Landing movie called Capricorn (laughs) 1? Yes, yes, Sam Waterston was one of the crew. There was uh, James Brolin, or no, the old man Brolin. Is he James? I'm not sure. But the original Brolin, the dad of... Thanos. Thanos is his son.
0: Yeah. Um can even remember, remember lines from Capricorn 1.
1: Oh, it's a great film. Yeah. I love I love it because it parallels the conspiracy theory of mm. the moon landing, you know, and shot on a sound stage and whatever, but these guys escape. It's, oh, I'm going to tell the truth, damn you, and they, everyone is there, ends up dead.
0: The, the most memorable bit for me is when um, they all split up and go in different directions and then one guy climbs a friggin' cliff and when he gets to the top of the cliff, you know, it's the, the MIA, the CIA agents are standing at the top of the cliff He's like, because they're gonna kill you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like there's no, um, she's there's in no relationship, beasts be and where to find them, yes, and absolutely. that's where I remember for anyway. When I <clears throat> saw her in the film, and I, I mean, I didn't want to try and look at the trailer too hard to be honest with you mm-hmm. because you know, hyped, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but when I saw her, like, her, yeah. You know, I just got this, you know, Sigourney Weaver Weaver alien vibe, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm in, I Mm. buy in, I'm in straight away. Tell me,
1: (coughs) hasn't Sigourney Weaver through that role of Ripley? Just really provided a platform for so many female actresses in these types of films. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. well, Cameron in it, you know, like the the female lead in um, the second Terminator film as well. Yeah, she kicked yeah. ass, man. Yeah, yeah, and she and R- uh, Ripley kicked ass in in all the films that she was in as well. Um, she was the only one that survived the original, the original uh, first film. Um, and so, yeah, I think Cameron through her. Mm. Um, and they kept bringing her back, and it never got tired. Mm-hmm. You know? And and she even played a very strong role in Avatar, which is another Cameron film. Yep,
0: yep. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's a good landmark. And remember that, because I think some poignant things are going to come up in later trailers that we're going to be watching today. Um, sound in the trailer? Yeah, let's... Because well, I don't think there's much music, right? No, it's, it's just straight horror stuff. You know, there's just... Lots of... Yeah, yeah. Crazy drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very percussive. Lots of uh,
1: whirs.
0: Yeah. Um, like choir whirs yes, and stuff like that. Light insurgents, trombone, mm. things of doom. What's happening? <laughs> I need you back here right now. I need you back. Just calm down, The editing is super fast. Yeah. Yeah. Very punchy. <laughs> They're not really telling you the story. Start our new life. You can't really... Well, I don't know. If you you went into 100 millisecond detail, perhaps, but... You can definitely... um, Because I don't want them to tell me the story in the damn trailer, you know?
1: What do you think it's closer to, the original Alien or Aliens. I say the second one. I get the feeling that it's there's a lot more people involved. They
0: feel like they're no. I think it's a hybrid of the two, right? No, it's, it's yeah, it's different because you the, might be right. The it looks like, and I, you just said I didn't want to know the story, but it looks like there's not going to be we're not going to be attacked by a thousand aliens. it's yeah. not going to be alien war. Mm. It's going to be the way it's supposed to be, and it's just one of those frigging aliens is dangerous. Yeah, well,
1: you, uh, you saw in the trailer. There's this little spore. It starts out with a little spore Mm -hmm. that goes in
0: the guy's ear. Oh, okay. And that's how he... I didn't... Like, I'm not actually trying to pay too much attention to the trailer, to be honest with you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I just want to get the vibe and then move on because hyped as, you know. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. Um, It's going to be difficult for me to
1: watch it. I can watch that a lot easier than I can watch The Shallows and mm, stuff okay, like that. I'm right. just cursed with this thing. Once it goes in, I can't get it out, <laughs> and I visualise it at the worst times. You're yeah. trying to get to sleep okay. or whatever, and and I just see, especially the gory stuff, the
0: the stuff that's full of human, uncomfortable... Uncomfortableness. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no. See, the thing is, I like the alien. Yeah, I got a soft spot for the little guy, for so the, it doesn't uh, bother me too much.
1: What's the, um, what's the official term for it again? It's a, an endo...
0: It's got a name. Xenomorph. Xenomorph. Yeah. It's a xenomorph. Um, we should be doing dates when these things are coming out, by the uh, way. Yes, away. it's in theatres, May, May 18th.
1: May sometime. Yeah, May 18th. And it's directed by, of course, Ridley Scott, the master, um, who does very little wrong. Um, even the stuff. He's doing a lot of producing for television now as well. He's, he's mm. like his showrunner, or not showrunner, but kicking off a lot of shows for HBO and things like that. So, yeah. Um, I'm always excited when they're going to bring out more Alien films, as long as it's not stupid shit like Alien vs. Predator and mixy-mashy stuff like that. And mm. Come on, man. Bit of respect. Thank you. Uh, next one up. Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Men Tell No Tales. What do you... What are your initial thoughts when you hear that there's a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Pirates? you excited? Um, not so much. Yeah, me neither, and I'm even less excited to find out that there are two directors. I have... A very strict rule when it comes to two directors. If you are not siblings, if you did not come from the same mother, uh, like if, you, if brothers isn't, isn't part of it, then there are not a lot of successful tales of shared directorship. Now, having said that, these guys and whether you've heard of them or not, there's Jacques, Joachim or Joachim um, Ronan. Ronan and Espen Sandberg, right? Now, a lot of people have no idea who these people are. Including me. I have heard of them before. Mm-hmm. They directed, co-directed, Contiki, Sparrow. which mm-hmm. is a... Let me show you.
0: The Spanish captain.
1: What, they co-directed together? Yeah, yeah. They both directed the film Kontiki. Now, Kontiki, I show students... Um, invisible vi- visual effects from Contiki all the time. Okay. Because there were no sharks, but these guys made sharks. But Contiki's a true story. Um, we'll, we'll keep this running for a second, and then I'll show you uh, a trailer. Uh, not a trailer, but a, a poster here. It's based on a true story of a bunch of crazy white guys that got together, and they lashed up a raft and decided to go across the Pacific. Okay. I think they took off from... United States or something like Um, here we go legendary explorer Thor Heyerdahl's epic 4,300 mile crossing of the Pacific on a balsa wood raft in 1947 (laughs) with a couple of other guys at one point in the movie there's sharks all around the thing and one of the guys reaches into the water as the shark goes past Reaches, holds onto a rope, reaches into the water and grabs the shark's tail uh-huh. and pulls it on board. And then all the boys wrestle the shark onto the boat and stab it and kill it and eat it. And that's, right. and that's how they survive. They literally, and then they use the blood to bring more yeah. sharks Spend and. More and, it. Okay. No, 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 and all no, no, no. of it's CG. This is right. Not far enough. Um, so, so some great behind the scenes stuff. Now these two guys, director <coughs> Jockum Ronan and Espen Sandberg, uh, what they did before that. Mm, Anybody's uh, anybody's guess. I'd never heard of them before that point. Um, Max Manus, Man of War. Well, seem yeah. to have lots of watery experience. And that's all I can come at. <laughs> that's all I know that they could bring to this. So for me, they're batting... Low averages anyway, because Mm. you've got two humans directing. For me, film is all about a vision. Mm. You have to have a vision. And the vision is an interpretation of somebody else's idea. Mm -hmm. um, Or it's your idea. But either way, and the vision has to be singular. In order for the hundreds of people that have to go out and make make the dresses, make the clothes, make the hairdress, make the sets, you know, create whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody is responsible for how all that shit works. What's looks. right and what's not right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's you know the art is so subjective. Somebody mm-hmm. has to know what this thing's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And the mess that we see now and then made in film is usually a result of some other arsehole mm-hmm. coming out and trying to implement his Wouldn't vision. would
0: be cool if we also stuck some of this yeah, stuff in Yeah, and there. how about we have a giant spider? <laughs> yeah. um,
1: and we've discussed it before. <laughs> now you're Asking for trouble when there are two people that are sharing that vision. Now, the only times I've ever seen it work is as, as I said before, um, when there is, um, when it's siblings, when they have the same DNA. Absolutely, like the Waschowskis and the Cohens, and um, there's a, there's a many, many examples of siblings doing it and doing it quite, quite uh, well. Mm-hmm. And you always find that in the siblings, one is technical. one is super creative. Mm -hmm. And when you shove them together, you get a genius. So they don't stand by each other's feet. And they share the two hats. Mm -hmm. Um, James Cameron is one of those freaks that has equal parts creative and and technical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, He comes from building models, he comes from visual effects and special effects and all that stuff. And he knows all the stuff that's going on on the set, but he's also a visionary. Mm -hmm. right? You put those two together. Mm -hmm. Um, George Lucas was very similar. He was quite technical, but he was also um, uh, creative as well. And Spielberg is a great example of not being that mm-hmm. he's not very technical mm-hmm. but he's a, he's a guru at the creative stuff mm. so the if you get the sibling thing working, normally one of them is very creative and one of them is very technical. Mm-hmm. and ma- One manages humans really well, mm-hmm. other, the other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's good with the money, the other one isn't. You know, but put them together, you get the perfect thing. So maybe these two guys are like that. Mm-hmm. It could be boyhood friends. I don't know what their background is. They may be perfect. So I'll be interested to see how, and you'll know very, very quickly because a movie has is a mismatch. It's a, it's a montage of two different sets of ideas. Mm-hmm. You'll see it.
0: All right, so what, what's then your opinions of the trailer? Uh,
1: I thought the trailer was interesting. I like Javier's uh, character. I like his hair. I, lo- I love that effect that they're, on land they still look like they're underwater.
0: Yeah, that was a great – somebody had a great idea there. It's right? fantastic, yeah, and it looks to me – I
1: don't know. It, we'll find more, uh, more out about it. It looks to me like there is a little bit of young CG
0: stuff going on with Captain Jack. Yeah, I didn't like that because <laughs> he looks like old Captain Jack, yeah. just younger. Yeah, take all the wrinkles off. Yeah, uh, and
1: then spray him with some kind and of. And he's thing. even
0: on a boat, and yep. he's a pirate. Yep. So he was a twelve-year-old pilot <laughs> and then he grew up to be a sixty-five-year-old pirate, yeah. pirate, and looked exactly the same. Yeah, uh, I don't know, and I don't know. For me, they might have done all of the jokes that you can do That's with. What I think too. And it's Jack not a, Sparrow it's And it's not pirates. a heist movie like the
1: like the uh, like we said earlier, right? There's mm. not. There's not, okay, uh, this is how it's going to go down. And then all of a sudden, person A is doing something, a diversion, and this person is doing it. This is all super reactive in the moment. Oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. run over there, and I'm going to mm-hmm. run over here. And that gets tired. Yeah, Once yeah. you've seen the, spectac- uh, the spectacle, what are you going to do? You're
0: going to have some other guy who's dead and underwater, he's going to come back yeah. and fight.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be absolutely riddled with stuff stunning visual effect
0: shots and water simulation and all that stuff. It's a Disney, the easy it's a stuff. I, it was, I think we should be coming to the conclusion that that's the easy yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. In, some, <laughs> in some respects. You just get four million people who are experts yeah. in visuals, put them together, and you've got that yeah. sorted. I, I'm prepared to get let down on this one. Yeah. Um, Quickly, but, what was the music? I just want to check all of the music on, on each of these. I think
1: they're all trying to catch up with um, – with the Pirate original.
0: Had the seas for generations. So we've got children singing spooky music. So which they've I used that
1: motif before. The Dead Man, um, the Davy Jones Locker.
0: we got Slow Mos in the there trailer. Was this boy.
1: We've got Digital Jack. Jack or a lookalike, I don't know. Could be Follow Jack.
0: him in. They're actually telling us the story. In yep. a lot of ways, yep. the, the the trailer is a story. Yep, telling you sequentially, thing after thing, connected together, so we know how this Reach. guy came about. Yep, the dead and the some orchestral
1: tension. Very cinematic orchestral. The yeah. Her, a
0: girl and a sparrow. I have heard stories. My See, I'm not Spanish here in the Captain. prodigy. Hunted no. and killed <laughs> thousands of men. No, 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 no. men, no. no, 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 pirates, pirates. All right,
1: yeah, we've seen enough.
0: And they've just stuck with the
1: theme for the four movies. Five. This is ship. five. Five. Where's your
0: ship? I think it's five. Your crew.
1: I'm pretty sure it's five. I, I would, think they did three, and they should have stayed
0: at three. Definitely, yeah. And then come back and visit it in 20 years and reboot the three again. And this conversation's going to come up in a little while <laughs> down this trailer list as well. Absolutely.
1: I like I the idea of Jeffrey Rush being in it again. Um, um, yeah, There's I not much he can do
0: wrong. Yeah, probably an origin story for him, I guess. Yep. David uh, Wenham is in it. Oh, Where's yeah. Where's he? I've never seen... I didn't see him. I didn't see
1: him either. Yeah, he, I love it. I, I reckon he's great on screen.
0: He could be good. Yeah, well, no, no he is good. There's nothing wrong with him as an actor. I'm yeah. sure he'd do a damn fine job. Yep. Yep.
1: He loves to play, or well, people love to cast him in. For anyone that doesn't know who he is, he's the um, the brother of Boromir. Feromir? F-fer- he's the brother of Boromir in Lord of the Rings. Uh. Um, He's the narrator in 300. He's the Athenian dude, we, in 300 No, he's he's one of the he's one of the originals, but he gets he loses an eye or something. Mm. So at the right at the very yeah, end, was in he was the 000. rousing speech and reminds the army of the great sacrifice of the great three hundred before they charge off into battle. Right at the very end of the mm. cre- you know before the credits, mm. uh, and he plays this narrator tale quite well. He was the um, scholarly guy in Dark uh, City. No, Is it Dark um, City, Van Helsing.
0: Yes, in Van Helsing. He was the monk.
1: He was also, also a narrating. Do you remember
0: of. Dark City? Is it Dark City? Maybe. It's that matrix time warp thing. Dark City? Man, can't yeah, remember. Can't remember. Anyway. anyway, okay. So I'm prepared to Maybe be dis- uh,
1: disappointed with that one. Um, hopefully they can pull, pull something out.
0: Um, next one. Next one is... Wonder Woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: so, this is a pretty spectacular trailer, I have to admit. Um, for DC, DC are doing some pretty cool trailers. Um, they're not too bad. This one, in particular, <laughs> it it, it, inter- it interests me. It's got some um, ancient sort of motifs going on in the design, in the set design, things like that. But the thing that's really interesting about this film, and I want to see if they can pull it off, it's set against the First World War. Not much happens against the First World War that isn't dreary and dull and whatever. How do you get the sexy side of a superhero film into that? I'm interested to see how they pull that shit off.
0: Yeah, true. First World War is just a lot of mud and it's yeah. just a big pain in the ass. It was It was an ugly... It is first, isn't
1: it? It's the first, uh, I don't know. Is I'm it? pretty sure it's the First World War. It, it can't be the Second World War. The thing that I'm questioning that is that he goes in in a plane. Was that a biplane? Yeah. Uh, we'll have to watch it again.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure it's the First World War. Because well, there were photos of her in the First World War in... Batman. Batman, Batman, Batman 2. Superman, yeah. Yeah. and Superman.
1: Yeah. And that, I think, is from this film. Yeah. They take that photo in this film and they look like First World War Germans.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll, if no I'll accept one that. The water, then I must. Yeah. But she said 100 years ago, too, which is. Yeah, to, and to, London here looks. Yeah, you can see it's all steam. Yeah, steampunky. Yeah. I um, in the clothing and stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, my thoughts are you've got the origin story on the island, and I'm like. Mm hmm. Yeah, that might be a bit, I don't know, a bit mm. lame. Yeah, um, Some of the accents sound a bit, I don't think, could have they got Greek actors yeah. with actual serious <laughs> Greek <laughs> yeah. accents? Yeah. Is that the birth, is that the um, the lineage of?
1: Yeah, she's supposed to be. Supposed to be of a, a Greek sort of essentially uh, throwback.
0: A, yeah, a Hellenic hero. Yeah, yeah. Some description. Okay. I don't know the, the full details, yep. but it's something like that, right? Yeah. Yep. You know how the Greeks have these sort of koshdosh and these sort of So here's the music that we were interested in. The theme is over. <laughs> oh
1: yep, that's not gonna work. Don't stop the theme, it's you fucking idiots. <laughs> go with the outfit. Now <laughs> you got that, you got those links that I sent you, yeah? The two bits of music that that theme came from? No. One was Spy Kids, awesome. with goom, okay, and then that that um, the riff the riff it comes from. Oh, it's not Metallica. It's Megadeth, or it's one of those big glam hard rock sort of. Okay. I sent you a, um, I think it was through Skype, and I sent you the two videos because I put the, I just put the I typed it into Google and I said mm-hmm. what songs. Inspired that yeah, yeah. new theme, and someone, and it, there was a forum, a big forum discussion, and they narrowed it down to these okay. two songs. And you play them, and it's like, yeah, of course, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, know no, the music sounds cool. So what are you? What are your thoughts on this one?
0: Is it, is it going to be a goer or not? Um, well, the music, and you know, I've been checking the music on all of these. Um, It's got this action-y, throwback-y, you know, um, hardcore, let's get this party started, serious, you know, music. And that just, for me, makes all the difference. So, look, well, it's Zimmer and Junkie XL. Yeah, yeah, you were saying, yeah. And that...
1: It's, I don't know what the hell where, Who put that together I have no idea But mm. Junkie XL is a, a dance music Sort of electronic artist mm.
0: um,
1: And Hans Zimmer is Hans Zimmer And mm. Zimmer's gave us the Parrots of the Caribbean theme as well That they're still sticking to mm. um, You shove those together And you get this cool thing It's, it's really organic and cool And, and you know A little bit of electronic But also feels like there's some Sort of hard guitar in there as well Sounds cool
0: so I'm hyped for that, mm-hmm. and I'm sure the actiony bits will be great. I'm just a bit concerned about the non-actiony bits. Yep. The, that sort of man of steel, let's do everything super slowly. Yeah, yeah. You know that type of.
1: And how they're going to play the guy and her as well?
0: Let's draw it out. Is and, he going
1: to be the? Bu- is he going to be a bumbler, and she has all of the good ideas and the intelligence, or do they? Place her in that role via her naivete, naivete of society.
0: Yeah. Well, she already walked into a door after playing the fucking awesome music, yeah. and then you have Wonder Woman walking so into a door. Paul, Paul Feig's turning in his <laughs> not yet grave, huh? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a reverse Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That's a bit weird. But so yeah. So I'm not hyper hyped. I'm just yeah intrigued.
1: Yeah. I'm the same. And and you know. Wonder Woman was with us as a TV series For many years So there's there's some interest there Where where do you take that now that you go And it's been on the boil For a number of years I think at one point Megan, Megan Gale The Australian um,
0: Supermodel Oof. She was She was fitted for the suit like I, She was in I think know. it's definitely got potential And I definitely think it could be bloody awesome Yep Next.
1: Yes, we have another Pixar. um, Another Pixar masterpiece uh, in waiting. Although Cars 2, and we're talking about Cars 3 here at the moment, but Cars 2 let me down. I didn't didn't get me.
0: Yeah, I didn't go and see Cars
1: Two. Catch me! I, didn't I it. found it difficult Cars to watch one. it. Cars One was great. I really enjoyed what what they did. Um, oops. Okay. um I really enjoyed what they did with Cars um, One. I think that it was uh, amazing to see cars coming to life the way they did and just the design for me it was design what about what about you the way the clouds looked like um um like the the rock outcrops in the desert looked like the tail fins from a cadillac and just everything about it it was like um uh was it radiator springs was the town that it all happened in and the whole thing was just car motif
0: all the way through. The best thing that they did, that they even patted themselves on the back for, the most genius move of artistic inspiration, was to put the eyes of the car on the on the head- windscreen, yeah, yeah. not on the headlights. Absolutely, because that's what they initially thought, yeah. right? But when you move it up there, you kind of get the whole car as a as a as a thing as a thing, yeah, yeah, yeah not just yeah, yep.
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, just the little things like the the sky. Um, the contrails from the plane that had passed over earlier mm-hmm. was in um, tire tread.
0: <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. It's just everywhere. Everywhere you look in the film. That's why these things are so, d- so good. because rich. Yes, exactly. They've got, you know, masters working on every little tiny bit. Yeah. You know? You can
1: almost call it Pixar rich.
0: Yeah. you yeah, know,
1: totally. And it's like finding Dory, Nemo, anything that picks up. Well, look at Wally. Mm. Holy crap. You mm. could be there for – you could watch it eight times and still be seeing things you never even realised were there. Mm. It's, it's Pixar rich. Mm. And I think – we spoke about it earlier – Anything from Pixar gets storyboard presented to the creative um, hub you will over and over and over and over and over and over again, and they keep ordering up new panels, and those panels get defined and defined and defined and defined, and through that process, people have little brainstorm moments. And yeah, they come up yeah. with this stuff, and it all finds its way, and then they say, "Okay, now let's go and watch polish this bits,
0: knock off more rough edges, realize there's even more rough edges when yeah. you thought they were polished." Yep. Yeah.
1: And so, yes, um, I'm excited about this one. Hopefully, it's to return
0: to the first one. However. Yes. The trailer. If we look at the trailer, again, I want to do the music test. Yep. We've got Inception stuff. We've got sound effects. We've got zooms and wooms. Yep. We've got car growls. A little bit of intensity music. Yep. But I'm not hearing the hook. Yep, no. I'm not hearing the prodigy. Nah. <laughs> Breathe in the pressure. You know, come play this game, I'll fucking test you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's not in there. they more, more horsepower.
1: They're trying. And
0: they're trying.
1: You can hear that they're using that as an instrument. And then you can hear this voice going, more speed, more horsepower.
0: (laughs) But that's nobody we know. We don't care about whoever's singing that song. It's not a remix. They're not
1: pulling something from the the old school palette.
0: Another thing. Play it. Just play it again. Well, you don't have to play it again. It keeps fading out to black. Yeah. Black. Black. Yep. Car. Black. Yep. Car. Black. Black car, and that goes on
1: all the way through. And that's that's a trailer style, but not often associated with um, animated films. You Mm. do see that style, like Inception, um, like um, um, a spooky film. Often they'll do in the Aliens one. They were doing the
0: fast cuts, but they weren't shoving in big equal lengths of black.
1: yeah, 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 you're right.
0: So watching that, I found that really disconcerting. It stopped me. I kept having to blink. Yeah. Reflective I'll show you another thing About the trailer Yeah What part of uh, Lightning McQueen Can you see In the movie In the trailer His the, butt The back Yeah You, you don't see his face yeah, yeah yeah There's no emotion You can't How are you going to connect With the character Yeah mm. So, it is an interesting trailer, isn't it? It is its is an interesting trailer. You want to work. So, yeah. So there's a lot of things that are very weird choices. They're not really... Well, they're kind of giving you hints at the story. He's got to recapture. He's got to fight off the guy who's better than him. He's got to, de- you know, yeah. you know, go down deep inside. And, and it looks somehow, like
1: technology
0: versus old yeah, skill, yeah. that old... It's the yeah, Rocky. Clear. It's Rocky, isn't it? Yeah. Like Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know that. where yeah.
1: the, the, the Russians have got all the new tech and... And then you've got the old school, and he has to go out and actually uh, run around a dirt track, and you know, use the old school method. It feels to me like it could be a parallel sort of story where something happens, he has to go away, you know.
0: Yeah, get in touch with his inner car and yeah. then come back. Yeah. Last thing I want to point out is that um, you know we were talking about Moana just a little bit yes. before and how lush the animation is mm. and how much of an advantage Moana has because they've got humans in their story. And yep. humans have arms and legs and eyebrows and, you know, lips and fingers and they make poses and gestures and they snap. But the cars, they're kind of stuck. There's not a lot for the animators to work with. Yep. You can kind of rock side to side and you can look yep. and you got the eyelids that can move. And then you're starting to run out of yeah. ability what to, to do. yeah yeah Express. And so. that's where
1: I think the second the second film sort of fell over a little bit in the, in pursuit of trying to find things interesting to do mm. because one of the characters the the Michael I think it was Michael Caine that voiced the the British spy car um, and I've only ever been able to sit through the first twenty. 20 minutes, half an hour of that film mm. um, and he's, he's on a mission on an oil rig and he's goes on the water and he's a submarine and whatever um, and he, he's using grappling hooks quite a lot mm-hmm. to get okay. up, up things yeah, and down yeah, things yeah, things like that. Yeah. It becomes pretty problematic. If there's no road involved, <laughs> you're in trouble yeah? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is where I find it very interesting, Dan. This is the director. Yep. Brian Fee. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of him? And you, and you look here and you go, Wally, Ratatouille, these are great. And then you look down here and realise that one credit as a director. Mm-hmm. What film do you think he's credited as a director? No
0: idea. Cars
1: 3. Yeah. He's a rookie, right?
0: Right. right, He's a rookie director.
1: Now he has worked in the art department. He was a storyboard artist on Mm. Cars 2, and Wall-E, Ratatouille, Fox and the Hound, um, Tarzan 2, Mulan. So he's been around the 2D side of things. He's he's clearly a, a story artist. Around cars, obviously, absolutely, and I mean, story artists, like I said before, that's what they do for two or three years before they do anything in three mm-hmm. D. Um, so it stands to reason that if he's pretty good in that space and and he's proven his worth to as a narrative uh, person, but directing a, a an animated feature, well, this is his chance. You got to start somewhere. You might as well start with. <laughs> A franchise that's part of the largest company, animation company on the planet, and owned by the larger company on the planet, and no pressure though—you'll you, be fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: now it's an interesting choice, yeah. <laughs> I reckon.
1: If they show a photo of him uh, in two years,
0: <laughs> a few grey hairs. There'll, there'll be some grey, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there's there's pressure. Even this art we should move on. Even this art here that mm-hmm. I'm looking at on IMDb, it has a side picture of Lightning McQueen yep. and then it's got a helicopter shot. Yep. There's no face or of him Lightning flipping, but yeah, you're right, you never see There's seen. no da, 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 Lightning yeah. McQueen, you know, the, and is that deliberate? Do, did they do that? Are they doing that? Well, it has to be deliberate. Of course it's deliberate. Yeah. It, the, 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 and then why? Why is the question? Yeah. All right, let's move on. Next one. Uh <laughs>
1: I don't know what to make of this shit <laughs> because, <laughs> look. Um, yeah, I want to see Dare Robot. This, if if you've ever seen a, a trailer kids, that man. reeks of kids. Jumping the Shark, yes, this is it.
0: Yes, yes. yes.
1: Okay. It's a kids movie. It's it's Goonies, and then all of a sudden it's not Goonies, and uh, now there's a war. Looks like that, a, a war has happened, and kids are living in the street, What's and.
0: Okay. They're supposed
1: to be robots in disguise. How do you disguise yourself (laughs) when there's nobody alive around and Uh, and
0: everything's blown up? (laughs) You disguise yourself as a blown up as a pile of shit over Uh, there, yeah, yeah.
1: Which bumblebee literally rises up out of a pile of shit. Appears to be doing, yeah. you know, when you look at it, and it's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. Oh, no, it's not. It's Mark Wahlberg. Movie.
0: Yeah, it's going to have sexual innu- innuendo, and it's a kid's movie. Oh, look at her ass. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's going to be a mishmash. Michael Bay yeah. has lost his billion-dollar mind. It definitely looks like all the heroes are kids. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you the thing that stuck out to me. Just in comparison with all of these other um, things, this is the only trailer where the hero breaks the fourth wall. Ah. like a girl. Yeah, felt like a girl. Coming with me? She's talking to us. Is she? Yes. I think you might be right. She was she looking is down the talk- barrel down the multiple times, and she tells us. What it almost felt like she
1: was being interviewed by a documentary. She is. She's talking she's down ta- the barrel. She's
0: breaking the fourth wall. She's talking. Whether there's a documentary in the film or not, it doesn't matter. She's still breaking the fourth wall in the trailer. Yeah. She's talking to us. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it. Look, uh, there's look, tie fighters there. Yeah. At least it had tie <laughs> bombers in it. That's what <laughs> I was thinking about this stage. At least it's got Thai bombers in it. I could at least have that. And every time a new shot comes up. Oh, what you yeah. It has no relativity
1: to the previous shot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, hang on, it's a floating metal island. No, wait. Did that dinosaur just vomit up a car?
0: Does he own the dinosaur?
1: (laughs) he telling? Is he telling that dinosaur what to do? Um, Michael Bay. um, And the sad thing is he still will make $500 million with this film.
0: Another point that I wanted to make about this, um, our young heroine talking to the camera She's bragging to the fucking camera. Yeah, yeah. Fucking (laughs) Show, don't say. Show, don't tell. Don't tell us that you don't punch like a girl and you're fucking tough and you've got it going on. Demonstrate it. Yeah. Yeah, so again, this is so this is weird choices. I'll watch it on. because I'll watch a Transformers movie every
1: time because these, this is ILM, you know.
0: I have trouble getting through them, to be honest with you, because I one of the things I want to do is um, is have a look at the special effects and stuff, and often the Transformers are moving and they're, the camera's moving in the yeah. opposite direction to the, which the Transformers moving, so yeah. these artists put thousands of hours into designing these cool things and then animating them, and then they flashes by with blur and... Yeah. Smoke and crap all over the place And that's where I get a little bit lost And I'm like, oh what, if you're not going to show me the monsters You know I reckon working for Bay would be
1: Just hell It It would be just hell You'd have to give up your soul a little bit, wouldn't you Fucking oath It would be hell (laughs) He's a crazy man Uh, But listen, once in your life Sit down, put a Transformers movie on Mm -hmm. And listen to the commentary track Listen oh. to Michael Bay.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I have, I it have. It is the
1: craziest shit you've ever heard in your life. And when he starts to talk, refer to himself in the third person yeah. about how I love turning up in the morning, getting out of the car, and I can hear the talk on the radio. He's here, he's here, he's on the set, Bay's on the set he's talk that's how he's referring to himself and that's how he's talking to himself about himself in the commentary track for the film
0: and what's worse is when when the rest of the crew or some of the crew start backing him up and yeah. start getting into that vibe of feeding the emperors it. arrived, the emperors arrived yeah, yeah feeding the yes thing. feeding the fucking psychosis
1: <laughs> I love it when he says I walked past a bunch of artists at ILM and they were working on a shot from I can, what was it um Pacific Rim or something like that and he's like I was furious I do the robots you know and it's what <laughs> what <laughs> you would imagine the conversations going on at ILM when he goes and briefs you know the technical directors and things like that when, when especially the conversations that happen when the crazy man leaves the room
0: <laughs> yeah afterwards
1: <laughs> when they're not beholden to him so once again this is a Pirates of the Caribbean for me I'm not excited about it um, I'll watch it just to see the train wreck the fucking Arthur tale and the Optimus beating up Bumblebee and all that sort of stuff. It's there's interest there, uh, but it
0: doesn't come in the form of. I don't even know if Optimus was in that either. Yeah, I yeah, didn't know he's in it. No, 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 he isn't in it. No, he, but he's beating up Bumblebee at one point because he comes back no, uh, with different. I, uh, he's in it. Is he in it? He's in it. Yeah. But he's not in it. No, it's, no, you're he's right. He's just like diving around and rolling on the floor, yeah. and I get the impression
1: he doesn't know who anyone is. It's like he's been floating in space, and uh, for some reason so they've gone out of, uh, go, woke get and woke up and was all a dream. Yeah, and he doesn't know who anyone is. Yeah. I mean, well,
0: anyway, for me it was a weird choice that you don't have Optimus playing a lead role. Yeah. <laughs> talking yep. to the camera, perhaps at least. I don't know. Anyway, saying okay. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Enough. Very excited about this one. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, illumination uh, Studio. How could you let do very little wrong? Yeah. get away. They really know how to make an entertaining um, animated film. <laughs> The Despicable Me series is fantastic. Um, every and and rewatchability is right right there. You know, you can watch any one of those films over and over again, and it's all there. It's fantastic.
0: Can you remember what the bad guy is from the second one? From the last one, what's his name? Uh the guy with the, the orange, bubble gum. The
1: guy, not the guy with the orange tracksuit. That's the first one. Um, the second one was the guy with the orange tracksuit was pretty damn cool.
0: He was cool. Yeah, we had the shark under the yeah his floor. Who was the second one? I can't remember what his name the was. The second one was, but they. El and Macho not, or Yeah, El macho a, yeah or he's always dancing And stuff <laughs> He knocked it out of the park With that guy That was yeah. He's in well, I think he's in A summer Um
1: This looks interesting Where you got the twin brother And uh, they don't know each other no. And it's the, <laughs> it's the Fabio <laughs> With the blonde hair And the, the palace And everything Yeah Yeah
0: Oh, his hair would make you better. <laughs> but Steve Corral can do no wrong. Jesus. Just, uh, can you, we can, go, I want to just go back, just yeah. if you can, just a bit to where he's punching him. Uh, people who are listening to the podcast can't see this. But the amount of effort and character and design. Just watch where this white guy yeah. is punching. Watch him. Yeah. Just the. Oh, I love this guy. Look at him. Oh, but his hair would make you better. <laughs> <laughs> just to, all of the fucking poses yeah, yeah, yeah. just to make him just look funny, you know, yeah. doing that punch sequence. <laughs> you know, that's what I love. And, and this is, you know, one thing that, as we were just saying before, cars can't match that. No. They can't do that. No.
1: The, the lines of action. You get yeah. all these lines of action. This is so um, – Transylvania um, mm. Beautiful animation Lots mm. of the lines of action Breaking all the rules mm. of, of You know Two or three frames Between poses and mm. Extreme poses And things like that And all for Much. the All for the performance Yeah And it's in every shot But I love the textures Yes I love the design sensibilities You know The super Surreal Designs of the ships And the cars And the planes And the rockets And It's over the top ah! way over the top and I love it (laughs) did you have one of those when you were a kid one of those things (laughs) that fell
0: down the wall yes this is what we say everything in it is designed handmade you know to perfection yeah Um, I think I saw Trey Parker's name there did you see that Uh, no but that would only be good Trey Parker Excellent. So that's
1: interesting. Mean- Kristen Wiig, one of the funniest women in, in in the world. She's so so funny. So and she brings a lot to that character, the the, the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Whether they got married or not, I'm not too sure. And the minions. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I don't think they kicked many goals with the minion movie. Mm. It was a bit of a letdown relative to these films. <laughs> Um,
0: You've got to have something, you know, everything's got to be in balance Yeah Everything's got to be in balance yeah. uh, Quickly, uh, music before we go uh,
1: Yes, yes, we did have some uh, remix stuff going on there Oh, uh, of course no, As I was saying I, uh, oh. Goodbye Goodbye I'll just turn this up a little bit uh,
0: Twin brother? Twin brother? I can't wait to meet my brother. brother! I don't know if this is a thing, if this yeah, is yeah. something. <laughs> it's, um. What's <Yeah. sighs> the difference between me and you? Who doesn't love this guy?
1: <laughs> and it's a remix oh, because they brought rap to matter? it. Uh, originally, I don't think there was all a lot of rap in the song. Look at his face! Oh, he's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Stop <it. laughs> Sweet oh, talker. This, this place is amazing. It's nice. Leanne like, would yeah, not. sure. I'm not. Ah! Ah! basic
0: groove Okay, your don't know what it is but it's <laughs> scream or, or... <laughs> you hear this you ready to this the riff, riff. Um... Okay, in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm
1: going yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a remix, right? They've taken a riff that everyone's yeah. familiar with, like the Prodigy one from early on, and then they've they've brought it up to date. Mm. They've given it something extra.
0: So anyway, it's got the trombone in there, and it's yeah. kind of funny, it's kind of kooky, yeah. and it sets the mood, and it yeah. explains everything we need to know. Uh, yeah, so They'll kick excellent. it out of the park. Yes.
1: My, my guess is they'll kick it out of the park. It certainly is destined for my collection. Hoped. Now we want, We got quite a few left, so I don't think we'll be able to get through the, all of them. Um, How long have we got? In this session. Uh, we might save a couple. And one of them I think we'll deliberately – We Star Wars 8 is in our list, right? Mm-hmm. I think we'll – But we'll, we don't have anything. We don't have a trailer. No. And Ooh. it's due to drop mm-hmm. at Celebration in a couple of weeks. Okay. Star Wars Celebration in a couple of weeks. So we should get something at Celebration. Mm-hmm. And we, so we'll keep that off the list. Um this is the Spider-Man one. We love the suit. We love the uh, that it goes on baggy.
0: What's up, guys?
1: <laughs> Obviously, uh, so, uh, it's a really cool spin. Or an interview? You, do you me that. Can't you just be a friendly neighborhood? Spider-Man really has the strength and the senses of a spider, ground. right? Spider-Man from YouTube. But the web thing is all Tony Stark. The suit is Tony Stark. He doesn't shoot webs out of his wrist the way uh, the, the Sam Raimi um, original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man did. He needs a suit. He's actually got little canisters. Okay, I didn't realise that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they're doing a kind of a, a new invention of it? That's the reboot. The, yeah, the, the okay.
1: Homecoming is the reboot of, of the St- Spider-Man franchise. Right. Although we have seen Spider-Man in the Civil War. Yep. And in that, Tony Stark seeks him out. He goes and knocks on Aunt May's door Mm. um, and offers him the suit. Right.
0: And in this film, he literally says, give me the suit back. All right, so this is what I was sort of saying with... Um, I was just trying to be like you. Yeah, Marvel sort of cross-pollinating all of their stuff and just allowing it all to mix together. And, mm, mm. and the Tony
1: Stark character is playing such a massive role in the franchise, isn't he? The Iron Man mm. character. Um, and what I've seen,
0: he turns up in the comics everywhere as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know you know what I'm talking
1: about. I'm interested to see the bad guy, uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, cool! Is he playing the vulture, that. or I think, oh, of course. I think he's, Keaton, is yeah. it the vulture, or some no kind idea. of no bird-oriented character? Um, but yeah, he's Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton, I've seen him play the bad guy in some films, and he's a spooky motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, I think yeah, he, yeah. And he played one where he was like the guy that owned—he was a tenant or he owned the building—and this young couple, and yeah, he was really, it turned out to be really quite a spooky, spooky, spooky guy. Beetlejuice Don't do anything And Beetlejuice Yeah he was Very uneasy Alright Yeah So yeah I mean I'm interested I'm interested to see But are you getting Reboot fatigue From Spider-Man uh,
0: Yeah I'm losing my place Easily what The fuck you is know? going on How many Spider-Mans Have we
1: got And every time They reboot it They go in a radically Different direction Yeah mm. And I've I've got fatigue.
0: Uh generally I think that that's kind of okay. But yes, I definitely have fatigue, confusion, dizziness, some some dizziness and fatigue. Um. Yeah. 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 Too soon. Yeah, perhaps. I'm not ready
1: to dwell on it. Now, this I'm excited about. Mm. Mainly because our friends at Weta do monkeys better than anyone on the planet. Smart one, isn't he? The best monkey studio. They're so. What they're so good at it. Their modelling team, their creature creation team, right, mm-hmm. sit in on autopsies of apes just to learn what the mucus that covers the eyeballs <laughs> is made of and how it reacts. And and it's there, man. It's on screen when you look at it. It's all there when 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 the the tears well up in the monkey's eye. You know when he's trying to emote and everything. Look at it. Yeah, I know. It's so perfect. So super believable. Now, this is a
0: good trailer. Human gets sick. They've got the black flashing thing going on, but it's not in your face. It's not... Yeah. And it's a little soft on either end. And it's and in between don't do it. sequences. Yeah, and they don't do it every second. When it is necessary yeah. to
1: abandon. Mm. No, yeah, they use it a little bit. But for the, for a film like this, you can get away. This is a dramatic film. Now, dr- drama suits the black flashes, right? That's okay. For
0: a trailer. Well, there's slow moving things in the shot. And then you can have the slow black. But when you've got rapid lightning, and Queen, zap, zap, zap. Yeah. And then you've got the flash, flash, flash. Yeah. It just becomes overkill, I think. Yeah. yeah. You talk about mercy.
1: It's so spectacular. Woody Harrelson, obviously, plays mm. an incredible mad, mad bastard. Um, so all the, the, the way back to... What was the... the human the Oliver Stone movie, um, Natural Born Killers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, crazy man. He plays the crazy man really, really well. One of them. You know, are you into your conspiracies at all? Um, on the day that JFK was assassinated in Dealey Plaza, they pulled three hobos off a train. And there's a famous photo of these three hobos being led to the police station for questioning. Woody Harrelson's dad was one of them. <laughs> and it's, that's true. Like, that's yeah, right. not a conspiracy thing. That's an actual, there's a, an, ar- a, an arrest uh, docket for his arrest on that day from the questioning. Some say he hadn't involved in Because one of those people looked a lot like a very famous FBI
0: guy that was involved in Watergate. Mm. So that's how Woody got his first job, maybe.
1: But um, I'm excited. I'm excited about the film. I love the build, the boil rate on Mm. these films.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that, yeah, I'm, like, hyped, but, yes, like I think you said there, yeah, warming up to being enthusiastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, I mean, it's war. Mm -hmm. It's war. I showed this to somebody that wasn't that interested in one of the Apes films, Mm -hmm. and I said, just watch the trailer and then tell me what you think. And then after the trailer, I said, okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm excited to see that. Mm -hmm. I really want to see that. I want to see a war. I want to see how apes, without the technology, engage cannons and tanks and mm-hmm. stuff you know how does this war go down mm-hmm. um, if we're to follow the law they win it true they win the war
0: true
1: yeah so that looks very interesting so I'm actually excited and I'm, I'm absolutely excited to see how they do you know set the bar higher again for creature and animation and and visual effects and they know how to make a pretty cool trailer remember that trailer where it really started uh, all black and then snow was falling. And I had that in that one as well. And you, you gradually got to make out that it was a monkey by mm-hmm. the snow landing on the features. Mm. Stunning. Mm. So I think that was for the second one. Or it might have been an early preview trailer for that one. Now this one here, Dunkirk, what have you heard about this? I haven't heard a lot. What I heard the other day is it got its rating PG-13. And there's a lot of talk about how it didn't get R-rated mm-hmm. because of the the, the the blood and gore. and
0: What? How did it didn't get R-rated because of the blood and gore?
1: Yeah, it's PG-13, which is much lower rating. Okay. A lot of people expected it to be. I mean, that, they're, they're dead people floating in the thing. It's a PG-13. Okay. Um, so the story of Dunkirk, if you're not familiar with it, is um, basically the British army that were uh, in Europe got backed... Over to the coast By the by the Germans And then they had no way Of getting off the beach mm-hmm. <clears throat> And there was a somewhat Happy ending I, I don't think I'm spoiling it Because history it's in your history books mm-hmm. um, Where a fleet A, a flot, flotilla mm-hmm. Of um, yachts Fishing boats Trawlers Anything that could float Left uh, England To go and rescue All these guys And they rescued quite a lot But mm-hmm. not before it was a very bloody experience where you've got uh, planes strafing the beach consistently going? through mm-hmm. the whole thing. Okay. and The water was so cold you couldn't swim anywhere because, you know, hypothermia and, yeah. And this is Christopher Nolan.
0: Yeah. It looks pretty dark. Um, okay, so my thoughts are just to take a backward step here. Mm-hmm. Um, Hacksaw Ridge I think with... Desmond Doss, mm-hmm. if you're familiar. Desmond Doss, I'm very sure <laughs> that's the name. So, Desmond Doss is a conscientious objector. Yes. In the Second World War in the American <clears> Army. Went to war, but went just to war. didn't pick up a gun. Yeah, so he can become a medic. Anyway, he does some spectacularly heroic stuff, mm-hmm. right? Bloody amazingly heroic stuff. Now, the problem is... You can practically see it from here. you got to have a bit of respect. And I don't think Hacksaw Ridge, for me had too much respect because it's an action movie where people are shooting the shit out of things and there's like all of this. And I've only seen, you know, bits and pieces of is it. Is that Mel Gibson? It's Mel Gibson, okay. yeah. Yep. And so what actually is a true story that doesn't need any fucking hype is, you know, is heroic and amazing. And you don't have to add that thick layer of Hollywood nonsense on top of it yeah um yeah so anyway yeah my opinion of that was just and i haven't seen the whole thing i've just seen bits of it but uh, my opinion of that was you know you're not really being true to the material Mm.
1: um Uh, nolan wrote it uh directed and wrote it starring tom hardy who looks like he's some kind of pilot now i can't quite work out you might be able to tell me brenner Oh, he's, he's a powerful actor mm. as well. Um, I think it's going to win all sorts of awards. I think it's a, it's an award movie. Yeah. Right? Um, now, in that, is he German or British? looks British. It looks British, doesn't it? Mm. So maybe he plays a pilot that is saving people by shooting planes down and protecting them on the beach. Because Dunkirk, as far as I'm aware, is within bloody stone's throw across the channel. Like, mm. it's one of the closest points yeah. um, to get across to, to England. Yeah. Um, so being able to fly across, you know, is not out of the question. So I don't know, maybe that's what it is. So I don't know enough about the story of – well, I know the, the historical account. I don't know what aspect of that account is this story based on and where they focus in on.
0: So this comes to to my point, you know, building on the Desmond Doss thing, is that – and it doesn't look like it like the trailer that they go down the heroic path mm. because it's actually a disaster a total disaster right yeah um in fact um, lots of
1: people thousands died oh
0: now. yeah and people got left behind and yeah. for example the french are also trapped on dunkirk as well but the british yep. kind of are trying kind to save the, the british yeah, yeah, and yeah. the french keep saying can we get on the ships as well well we can only take what we can take <laughs> yeah and it's yeah. a big fucking mess so if they if they're not um, yeah, if they're going to, yeah, if if Michael Bay has anything to do with this, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> let's put it that way. Absolutely. So this is
1: set to, um, where is it, status? I don't think we have a listing for when it's due to to hit cinemas.
0: Oh, but, it doesn't say 21 July.
1: Oh, did it? Yeah, did at the top there. Oh, yes. 21 yeah. July, 2017. So I think it's going to be award-winning. I think they're going to win lots of awards. It's in your face. Um, it's one of those films that reminds us.
0: But that- I hope it's – yeah, I just really do hope that it's that, that muted kind of realistic. Yeah. Um, not hyped. Yeah. Yeah. Um cinematography looks fantastic. Uh, yeah, of course. It looks Some of those shots amazing. where
1: you're looking over 100 men on this skinny pier and mm. one of them turns around. And uh, yeah, and it's that that
0: yeah. washed out
1: gray. Yeah. 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 So um that's why I think it's going to uh do well in the awards circuits. Okay, how excited are we about this film? Blade Runner 2049. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited that it's a sequel and not a reboot.
0: And so, like any other machine. Because
1: mm-hmm. Harrison Ford is in it as his original <laughs> Decker. Is it Decker or Deckard?
0: Deckard. If they're a the, He's in like it. That.
1: Yeah. I'm not happy that he's narrating this because remember the big controversy over Ridley Scott was that the producers of the film, mm-hmm. Ridley Scott's still quite young when he made this, right, and in, in his career, the producers of the film made them narrate against his wishes. He did not want, it wasn't supposed to be a, a private eye, Harry, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I knew she was lying, see, um, and here we are, here he's, he's narrating. Didn't they take that out in the director's cut? Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's what it made the movie Totally different. It was, yeah, it was yeah, brilliant. You know, you were able to read um, what S- really Scott wanted there. Um, my early guess, whether, I don't think it's a spoiler because I have no confirmation. I think
0: he's a... I think Andrew Deckard John is a... Was. Replicant. Yeah. That was the... That was the sneaky oh, surprise suspicion yeah, that people the have. Uni- the little unicorn uh, origami thing had something to do with it at the end of the film. Yeah. I forgot what his gun's called, but that they put good. that gun right in the very first yeah. shot of the in the. It's right in the trailer. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Uh, do we know that? Um, Vangelis- Vangelis. If you read the comment section yeah, down yeah. there, people are like, "It's better fucking have yeah. Vangelis in it." <laughs> and and but but I was surprised. It's like a Star Wars movie without Williams. Well, I was surprised. Why isn't Vangelis in the trailer? Think about well, the. Well, that, that end note that was held there had something. It about, had 80s synths, 80, those nice 80 whatever it is. It of those, yeah. didn't it? But you remember the the, the trail to it? It's mm. got this yeah. energy, this. It's got the taiko drums going. Yeah, I would have really loved to have heard some of that in there. Um- can I? Yes. Um, can we go down to the comment section in yeah. YouTube? Assuming that this is the, I want to see the most. Um, yeah, read the first comment out.
1: <laughs> this movie somehow ends up terrible, I hope the moments uh, of me watching this movie will be lost in time, like tears in rain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was that was awesome. It. That was an awesome comment. Yeah, um,
1: that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's the sort of comments that you want to see in a YouTube and And
0: all of the comments in down there of people who've, who've watched the film and they, and they love the film. So,
1: Well, one thing I found very interesting about it is this is not a Ridley Scott film. This is produced by Ridley Scott, directed by Dennis Villeneuve. Now, or Denis, that's probably Denis, when it's D-E-N-I-S with one N, it's usually Denis. Okay. And the last name is a bit of a giveaway. So this is the gentleman in question,
0: Denis. Uh, uh-huh. Bilou, uh,
1: French Canadian. What has he done?
0: Well, look uh, what's in the last uh, in that list. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, arrival.
1: Mm. Which we didn't really enjoy the pacing of. Which, did you ever see it? Did you ever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it was like pulling fucking teeth. Was well, a, was look. To be honest with you, I
0: don't want to like. I don't want like, <laughs> to be sacrilegious here. <laughs> yeah. but that trailer's yeah. quite slow.
1: It it feels like well, when you think about it, the original film was pretty slow. too. The, yes, the original Not a lot of film. action going on. It was. It was the world of um, um, oh, Who's the artist? The concept artist. The. Oh. Always forget his name. Great at building those big futuristic sci fi worlds. I just can't remember. He's still kicking around doing. Uh, mm. um, uh, it, it That was the wow factor, was the look of it. It was dreary. It was a future that we hadn't seen very often. It was Mm. full of acid. It was acid Mm. rain, you know, Mm. and um, lots of neon light and Mm. um, fog, you know, lights beaming through fog. And it was beautiful to look at, stunning to look at, but the pace of it was really Contrasting
0: with where the rich people live, which is this stunning marble-floored. Yeah. 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 So, but that, yeah, that's true. That is part of the movie, that sort of lush attention to- um to detail i suppose mm-hmm. um and i suppose yeah that's what you expect from from the movie so um, reasonably rookie in in this, in in the
1: mainstream directing game mm-hmm. um and me personally i was really disappointed to find out that um uh, that ridley scott is not Directing the film Mm. Um, I think early on He said he was Going to be directing The film Uh, Written by Hampton uh, Fansher Screenplay uh, Michael Green Screenplay So it looks to me Like maybe Ridley Didn't have anything To do with the writing Either Mm. Um, So I don't know It's got Ryan Gosling in it So all the girls Will go and watch him It's got Harrison Ford In it So all of the Old school crowd Will go and watch him um, people are going to go and see it to see whether you failed miserably or you kicked fourteen goals. Mm-hmm. So it's still going to make a billion dollars, mm. isn't it? Mm. Uh, as far as I'm aware, it's being shot here. Oh, is it? I Don't think know. it's being shot in Sydney. I think Animal Logic have something to do with the post right. um, and some of the effects. I think some of the houses, some of the other houses in Australia, actually got something to do with the effects as well. Uh, but I believe it's actually being shot here.
0: Okay, so what's your thoughts? I think
1: I think it's it's going to make a lot of money. Mm. I think I'm on the fence about whether it's going to um, succeed um, yeah. n- creatively, narratively. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to see where they go. I hope they don't. I hope they leave the open endedness of it that is was critical to you know you needed to you, when you walked away and didn't you weren't 100 percent you really mm. didn't quite understand how this all came about and what. How it, what, what don't I know? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's one of the things that made the experience uh, memorable. I hope they don't play that up too much.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a fine line and, yeah, don't fuck this one up.
1: Mm. I think we'll do one more. Now, I do have um, – I don't think we should have a look at this because it's too poor, but um, this is some uh, smuggled out footage from Thor Ragnarok uh, from uh, Comic-Con – it's Comic-Con leaked footage. Um,
0: there's a trailer kicking around, though.
1: Yeah, they're all fan-made. Are they? Yeah, yeah. They're taking shots from different Thor movies. Oh, and right, okay. Um, there's some fan-made uh, uh, Hulk animations that people okay. have used as well. There's some nice fan-made trailers, but none of them are official. The only ones I can find that actually are official are these ones that people have smuggled out. Right. Um, they all seem to be of the same Poor telephone sort of footage So um, I don't really want to have a look at that Because I don't think it's um, befitting Um, But we might as well have A look at this one And this of course is Justice League And like any good Superhero film it starts with a guy Getting on a horse (laughs) In the snow (laughs) In a Han Solo um, outfit.
0: <laughs> Is he not? Yes. Is he not in, a, in Han Solo's exact jacket? From <laughs> Is he going to cut the horse open and <laughs> climb inside? I thought they smelled bad on the outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so obviously Batman, he's, uh can't find his plane, can't find his truck, or he hasn't got a bat full drive, so he has to take the bat horse to go and find... Um, He's uh, put together his crew. Now we discussed this the other day when we looked at Superman, uh, Batman versus Superman. We think that the nemesis, the enemy in this film, uh, in Justice League, is um, the character that was part of the dream sequence for, for Batman, um, Dark Seed. It's pronounced da- and it's S I E D.
0: I'm only trying to get my head around a lot of this stuff. So, yeah.
1: Um, And so, therefore, those flying, demonic-looking things that are running around, um, sort of that's what led us down that path. Also, that sequence that was taken out of the theatrical release where um, right at the end of the film, before when they go to arrest Lex Luthor, he's in the goo inside the uh, super ship, and uh, right in front of him, um, is a image of some of some person that again? could be Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either Darkseid or Dark I don't know. I'm not a fanboy. S i e d. To- um, but for three of those cube things, mm-hmm. which are some kind of uh, device, power, source of power, whatever from that dimension, one of those things goes into making cyborg.
0: You this, see that in the in this film, yeah.
1: And I think this film is largely about cyborg. It's, okay. It's I think we we're pulling the crew together to go and fight slash convert, do something with cyborg, and in doing so, we're introduced like to Brad. this bigger threat and yeah, there's puppet mastery going on. So, so what did we think of this?
0: Um, this is where the sort of Marvel and DC are kind of following that what I was trying to sort of explain earlier on. The web. Yeah that bigger world that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger mm. with you know more and more and more lay- layered on top yeah. so um, so yeah they're going in that direction mm-hmm. um, I don't know I'm, I'm quite excited for it. I think it looks pretty damn cool. I want to see what's going on and I want to see um, how this all works but yeah, again, they've got that kind of man of steel. I don't know. One of my friends was was talking to me about about this stuff, and he sort of said, and he was in reference to this type of stuff. You know, superheroes are meant to be fun, aren't they? Mm. And you can see here we start off with yeah. bleak and horrible. Yeah, yeah, but it does warm up the end up at the end. And as I've been sort of talking about. It's got the Beatles. All mm, mm. right. So we're doing a, a remix on the um, on a kind of a historical piece of music to try and put it in a new context. And yeah. yeah, that all goes together to form that and it's exciting and it's interesting. So yeah, I don't know. It's um it's got me captivated. I think I'm yeah, positive about it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's there's some cool elements there. Uh, Character-wise, there's some good decisions um, that can take you in some cool directions, like the belligerent, um, drunkard Aquaman mm. who's downing bottles of uh, Jack Daniels and diving back into the ocean sort of thing. Yeah, um, And I think it's Jason Mel... Jason uh, I don't know Momoa, name. yeah, yeah, um, and he's a giant yeah. of a man. He's a very big. He played Conan in the re- right. the reboot yeah. of Conan, but he also played drug is a dragon Drago, Drago um, in the very first series of uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He was the barbarian king that um, Khaleesi went and married the the warrior king sort mm-hmm. of thing, um, and. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with him. Um, It looks like the smart ass is The Flash...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the guy that takes himself way too serious is the cyborg guy. Um, <laughs> she's just the stunner that that um, that keeps the guys happy. You know, the the, the su- Malmo is there for to keep the girls happy. Um, and I love the scene. There's one scene in the trailer where the the Flash asks Batman, "So what are your superheroes?" He says, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, and it's that's realistically exactly what his superpowers are. Uh, yeah, his his bank account.
0: <laughs> and I like the last joke that they throw in the end there. You I'm glad. What does he say? I'm glad you're, you're playing nice with everybody and then Aquaman yeah. says something derpy yeah. and then he says, you know, maybe not for long. Yeah, I don't think going to going to it's <laughs> not going to last.
1: Uh, and the big question is, of course, are we going to see Superman? Is, is Superman going to come into this?
0: Uh, that's a good question. He is actually missing missing from that lineup. there. I didn't yeah. realise he was missing, actually.
1: Yeah. Yes. Now, I have to tell you, the, the scariest slash most disappointing thing is Zack Snyder is directing it. <laughs> Mm. And we had our discussions about Zack Snyder and we had our discussions that were backed up by the numbers when we looked at True, uh, you know. Yeah. Where Let me yeah, have a he look kicked here. he kicked a few goals with three hundred, but then again, that was based on a, right. a Miller graphic That's novel. Right. He kicked he didn't quite kick goals with Watchmen, which once again, how do you fuck that up with a Miller graph with a graphic novel? Mm. Um I don't know, man. I just think DC are putting too much weight in this guy and there are too many good directors around. Why do we have to – why does this guy – get? and I think he was the executive producer or something of – Suicide Squad as well, so he's their golden boy. He's Mm. the DC Comics golden boy, and I'm not seeing the product Mm. that warrants that. Mm. Not like Abrams is a golden child for the Star Trek. Um, Mm. You know, you can bring him in. He's always got some affiliation with it. He's the guy that brought all the crew together, and um, you know that bad robot love affair with Paramount, and and it works really well. And so, obviously, he deserves the role Mm. and deserved the shot. On a a Star Wars film, Mm. the critical Star Wars film, because of that background, because of what he did with the the Star Trek Mm. stuff, right? What has this guy done? Nothing. Mm. And every time I see him, I I just... Every time I see him being spoken about or whatever, I'm not seeing that this guy gets it. And that's why I'm I'm disappointed. He he could prove me wrong. He might be able to reset the ledger, but I'm not holding my breath
0: for that. Yes. No, that's a good point. Yeah, so... So we've got a couple
1: left there, and, and I think we'll we'll call it call it. Uh, let me see, let me see where we are here. I'll tell you exactly how long because we forgot to set the clock there, so I have no idea how long this has been going for. Oh, it's about an hour and a half now, I think. So I think I think we'll leave it there. We'll, mm. we'll talk about. There's a couple that we'll talk about next week. Uh, we good. want to have a look at Valerium. Uh, it's got a new trailer. Um, in fact, we won't play it, but we've got to
0: see this first. So look at that. Look at that. Look at the colours in that. See, they're harking back to the comic books. Yeah. They're drawing so much out of those comic books. And to hell with the believability. It's like, no, it's alien. I can have rocks like that. You know what I want to also see in like um, – you know, I want to see in Guardians of the Galaxy. I want to see Star Lord called Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a slightly derpy name, yeah, yeah. you know. I want to, you know, he is fucking Star Lord. <laughs> Fuck you, he's fucking Star Lord. You know, and I like that kind of attitude. Yep. Um, look, my, perhaps on my last point, and this is, we'll get to this more. But play this. Mm. Um, and what music have we got playing? This is a simple in and out. Agent Valerian, you'll be running solo. I only work with my partner. Once we get past the team. Who's who? You're running nearly twenty. That oh, just minutes, comes yeah. up now, I well, think. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. It's the Beatles again. Welcome and to Alpha. And it's so fitting. It fits. Exactly. exactly yeah. Yeah. It fits. Yeah. The city of a thousand planets. Where for hundreds of years. And then more lines come up. And. Night, you know. Yeah. And their intelligence it's with each other.
1: Visually stunning. I liken it to Avatar. Yep. where the colours are so vibrant. The, the the phosphorescence that's going on in a lot of the uh, aliens and things like that. After it's just stunning. It's beautiful. Of peace and prosperity. But yeah, that music
0: just an unknown fits it force perfectly. Wants to destroy and you're hooked. We have it's got a hook. That voice. Agents Valerian, Do you hear that Lord female voice? Yeah. Who, who's that? To find I the I it
1: sounds like Kate thing. Blanchett.
0: Oh yeah, well... It well yes, it might be. It sounds yes. like Kate Blanchett. I and when she yes. narrates things... Yes, you know you're in for some... let drop the mic. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is Kate Blanchett. I'm very sure now, more and more sure.
1: And so this is the new trailer. This is the uh, trailer number two, which has got even more goodies and gold. To
0: be the guardians of our future.
1: Yeah, that's her. That's got to be
0: her. I'm looking up the. Or is she in? Hang on a sec Are you sure you know what you're doing? Yeah, look at it Just sitting up next to Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. It looks time left. Yep. Our destiny is yeah. in your hands Anyway
1: God, that voice it, it sounds so much like Kate Blanchett
0: It does I taught him how to do that
1: so I'm super excited about this film.
0: So um, that, 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 that one in Guardians of the Galaxy is sitting right up the top for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm
1: excited that it's a it's um, it's 2017 release as well. Have you got a date
0: there? Uh, yep. One sec. Yeah. You're gonna have to wait till August. That's not
1: too far. That's mm-hmm. that's not too considering we've got to wait till bloody December to watch uh, Star Wars. I'm still I can't believe we haven't seen a trailer for Star Wars. We saw that little teaser, which is quite literally showing us the last scene from the first film and then hearing a voice going, and cut. And then <laughs> some guy said, welcome to the first shot, blah, blah, blah. And the the, mm. the, the crew clap and then that's it. And you showed us nothing. Mm. Like we, we've already seen that
0: shot. They don't have to. Yeah. They don't have to.
1: So they're keeping everything they pretty, know pretty the- tight-lipped. And, man, there is an entire blog industry online at the moment of – People just speculating and trying to guess what who's what and who's Snoke and who's this and who's that and no one knows and oh there's a leak no there's not there's not a leak and you know it's, it's crazy it's like bloody UFO um, conspiracy stuff they've the the, the the conspiracy nuts have found something new to go and uh, harp on about yeah spawned a whole industry that's it all right so the, the only other ones we were going to have a look at and we'll we'll uh, we'll use a bit of time next week to have a look at is um, I. Is the King the the King Arthur the new King Arthur trailer, mm-hmm. um, which expands a lot on what that's potentially all about, and and um, I just think it looks spectacular. Um, takes us back to that Excalibur grandness, um, and the Mummy trailer, man, the new Mummy. Trailer, the number two. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's shit's going full on. And it looks spooky as hell. where You've got mummy minions crawling through, you know, and there's those spooky shots of dark caves and, you know, and lights all go out. And it's, it feels like that Saturday matinee spook of Spook Fest, um, just wrapped around a, um, a, a Tom Cruise franchise. So mm. it's like, uh, um, Mission Impossible rolled up <laughs> with you know the mummy with the dead yeah um, so we won't have a look at it but we'll try to squeeze that that in next week um, quite an exciting year for, for film in, in our type of films oh, yeah, with, which is. are rich with uh, yeah, visual a lot effects up. and, and, a lot and tentpole um, so the big ones for you that you're you're uh, excited for is Valerium and Guardians again and Youngs. Guardians I'm equally excited for those two but also very very keen to see um, uh, Planet of the Apes as well mm. I'm Very, very keen to see how they A lot of um, Our, our um, uh, it, It's basically A, a, a wetter show You know No matter how you look at it And uh, mm. Nobody does creatures better than wetter So I'm very interested to see How you hold up an entire film On digital characters like that mm. You know so that's it for another show. Um, we'll touch base with a lot of this stuff. As it starts to release, we'll jump in and have a look at some box office and some behind the scenes and things like that. Um, it looks like the show itself is starting to feel a little, little bit more geared towards film and 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 games and then with the odd things sprinkled around here and there. Um, speaking of that, uh, Rick um, Legato is going to join us next week cool. as we have a look at – Battle Beyond the Stars. This is classic sci-fi from <laughs> uh, from 1980, and I've, I've flicked through it. I haven't seen the film in its entirety yet, mm-hmm. uh, but I flicked through it, and I said, yes, this is gold. We'll, we'll get a lot of, uh, lot of joy this out of it. It's
0: B-grade gold, yeah, and it's, its shiniest. It's,
1: I think I mentioned to you, it's that era of sci-fi films where everyone's playing catch-up to Star Wars that came out a couple of years earlier, mm-hmm. and <laughs> they – it's very hit and miss. <laughs>
0: Even the good ones. We don't need the budget of Star Wars. We can do it without the budget. Anyway, um, so that's in, that's in store
1: for us next week. Uh, we, we're looking forward to Rick coming in and seeing us after his, the birth of his new bubba. Cool. Um, and hopefully he can give us a rundown on where he is with his, with his game as well. Oh, cool, yeah. That he's been working on. And so that's it for another week. And right. uh, as we just get our outro music ready to go... Um, any parting words, Dan, other than a farewell? I don't know. Farewell?
0: Save often. <laughs> Ditto. So what is your